Hello and welcome to another edition of the Single Life Show. Your name is... Put the microphone closer to your mouth, Michael Davis. Your name is... Hi, I'm ill, y'all. And today... I project for the first part of it and then I stop projecting. I know, you you do pop with some energy at the beginning. And then it's... <laughs> and then it rapidly... And then it rappers, rapidly is the word. It yeah. rapidly decreases through the show. Yeah. Not, not stagnantly, rapidly yeah. decreases through the show. Today we are going to talk about like can I give some can I give some preface and sure. I'm going to interview you. This okay. Uh, let's run this like an interview. Today as we are recording this and the posting date of this podcast is uh, January the 6th. And January the 6th is the 12th day of Christmas, which is also known as Epiphany. Epiphany is the day that the three kings, the the wise men, delivered gifts to the infant baby in the manger. And they have an epiphany of the kingly nature of Christ and who Christ will become. That is about, that is very religious for the single age show. Yeah, but I was thinking about epiphanies and how wonderful epiphanies are. They are revelations on what's what. And I would like to know if you can remember the epiphanies in your journey. So the first epiphany that I kind of would like for you to talk about, the first moment of realization of who you are in your journey is... When did you have the epiphany of your true identity as Hunter Mills, y'all? Yeah. And truly within yourself embarked on your transitioning journey. So when did well, you say, when did you start to have this epiphany of this is this is who I am? It's more like it's sense that something ain't ain't right during elementary school, getting that little bit time over COVID to kind of go, uh, what's not working in the process? What's not working in this process? You were yeah. separated from... I, I really want to point this out. Yeah. You were separated from your social group. Yeah. And you started this journey. Yes. So for all of those all of those cons- re- Republican conservative Republicans I was trying to combine the words and I can't do it. There was no possible way for you to be groomed by your school culture into this. Yeah. Because you started processing this when you were extracted from that environment. Yeah. Yes. I didn't get detracted by the school culture anymore that I could that I can't that I couldn't hold off dealing with it. Yeah. A lot of the rebuttal and uh, rigmarole that I hear at the school board meetings that I go to, the anti LGBTQ rhetoric that I contend with, it's you get this statement of grooming. 
They're, yeah. You're groomed by this social group to be this way. You're groomed by this select people. This child's in public school, and you got to pull them out of public school because public school is grooming them in ways that is outside of the understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Woo! They couldn't be more wrong. But they could not be more wrong on your case because you were extracted from that situation and and your extraction from that situation allowed you to explore your identity. Yes. Keep talking. And then skipping through sixth grade to that summer when the name when Hunter came in with six seconds to pick a name for a camp. Alright, so... And that's the crystallized... Oh, yeah. Can oh, we embark, it's suddenly weird now. <laughs> can we embark on even the setting that your name came up? So, a lot of people, good old hardy Americans... Yeah. ...would say, if, if we could just get that kid into scouting... <laughs> that that'll help him learn the American way and so forth, right? Yes. Where did you find your name and find the connection to your identity? Girl Scout at Camp. A, at Scout Camp. You found let 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 for take a highlight of Girl Scout specifically. Well, yeah. Let girl in front of it. Let's you, put that into perspective. You know, I was trying. I was trying to. To detach that perspective, but I think that you found your F F T M female to male journey. Yeah, I think it. I think it does add an extra level to that conversation. I'm like that you were a Girl Scout camp, and then suddenly everything, like oh, oh, this is where the awkwardness comes from. Because oh, I'm not supposed to be here. Well, you you really did start to wrestle with those feelings that week. Yeah. But, but let's let's embark on everything that the conservative ideal would push at. If you only did this, can I, can we push against the Republican rhetoric for a moment? Yeah. All of the statements. If you would only do this with your kid. If you only did that with your kid. Your entire journey is starting to crystallize, and I'm having an epiphany today. Yep. Your entire journey is yes. a rebuttal to that rhetoric. Yeah, I am. I am literally saying nope. You you began to see yourself differently, not because you were in a public school setting, but because you were extracted from that public school setting, and, and you were in an environment that you could truly focus on you. Yeah, and put into the very much, at the time, very gender binary area. Explain that to me. Explain. Explain that. I mean, yet we did have, at the time, there was a non-binary leader at the camp that was one of the instructors, but wasn't my So you're trying to say that you were groomed. No. (laughs) Not in my group. But, so explain, explain the, explain why the acknowledgement of gender, gender non-binary, explain why that's important to bring up. It is important to bring up, but I want you to express it. And then saying it in the very 
binary centric area suddenly helped made my mind clock that I was outside of the binary. Okay, you have just used a lot of big words. Yes. And believe it or not, I actually understood what you just said. Yes. But I, now I... I'm putting it in dead terms. I but want... It's but I want other people to understand it. Okay. So you were in a very structured binary environment. Yes. So I want to... I want to break that down a little bit. You were in an environment that was structured and developed specifically for a feminine-gendered agenda. Would yeah. you agree with the statement that I just made? Yeah, for for free femininity. Let's yeah. not say agenda. You know I have been gullied to get that word by I, now. But, but can you tell me that Girl Scouts does not have a feminine focus, though? Yeah, but it's more freedom to handle it Okay, now. that's because of who your scout leader is so that I cannot that yeah. I cannot praise enough your scout leader. Yet. Yes. She's great. She is the bit izzity bomb. Okay, but but okay, I'll take the word agenda out. Yeah. It was very feminine focused environment that expressed femininity. Yes. And you discovered your masculine identity in that. Yes. I, I just I, I want to stop and break all this down because your journey rips apart conservative rhetoric. It it truly does. Yeah. And it's weird how I'm like, I I proved you wrong. <laughs> so let's talk about the non binary person on the premises because there's one thing I want to point out. But then I want you to talk about it more. The way I heard you exp- express this is this. There was a non-binary person there you did not have intera- direct interaction with that empowered you to think about your journey differently. Yes. All right. Before I let you speak, let me break down what I just said. This person had no possible way of grooming you because you did not have direct interaction with them and but you saw them as a different identity within a a conglomerated identity and it helped you think I don't fit in either yet yeah, I'm like oh now you talk about it oh oh I am ne- oh okay that moment in elementary school and kindergarten it explained and that and the moment throughout elementary school are explained and why I kind of always been like eh this year <laughs> to me and not understanding why and not knowing how to go to you and mom about it so I want you to say something to me you can yeah. say I don't want to talk about that yeah. but you just use the phrase the moments in elementary school that you didn't yeah. understand. Do you yeah. want to? Do you want to share what that was? Or it's more like when it specifically when like people fit up the class uh-huh. and like the male and female gender groups and always having to go over there knowing. 
when you do were putting, I truly belong over here? When you were putting a female group, you questioned if you should be in that group. Yeah. Okay. Um, like, <laughs> this doesn't feel right. <laughs> so you had an epiphany yes. at Girl Scout Camp, and we just call it scouting now because you still receive a lot of blessings in this group. Yeah. And your scout master is still cool with you being a part of it. Yeah. We just call it scouting because it is a it is a strong affirming place in your being. Yeah. But we're going to use the word Girl Scout for just a few more minutes. Yeah. When you were at Girl Scout camp, you had this revelation when out of nowhere you picked this name. Yeah. Do you know why that you picked the? Do you know why you I, picked Hunter? I don't know, but I know what TV show it came from. Alright, what TV... At least tell me what TV show it came from. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, which character is that? Hunter. He's the... Yeah. Somewhat immature... Um... Um... Like, ex-boyfriend to Buddy. Uh-huh. The, I'm saying her name wrong. Yeah. Um... And... I'm like, oh... <laughs> why did my brain go to the Pacific character? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Hunter... Done. You are Hunter. Yeah. But can I share something with you? I couldn't be more different from that. No, can you listen yeah. though? Yeah. Uh, your name is Hunter. You are Hunter. There's no damn. There's no that. There's 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 nothing that you are Hunter. Yeah. But if you came out to us and said, "Hey, I'm trans. I think I know. I yeah. know that I have masculine identity." Yeah. Will you give me a name? Do you know what your name would have been if I picked it? Brew. It would have... Yeah, same universe, but no. Because you know that your boy name was Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Bruce Wayne Mills. Yeah. Yeah, but... But it's not. Your name would have been Damien. I would have picked Bruce Wayne's son's name for you. Your name would have been Damien Mills. And, and I... But we'll get into that later. But But more like... There's uh, no freaking doubt that you're Hunter. Yeah, I found solace in a name. Yeah. In a name that explains so much about me. With adding the content. Okay, I am something. I don't know what. I know I'm not female. Yeah. (laughs) Like, when I came out to you and mom... I came out of trans. Yeah. Because at the time, I didn't... All I knew was I would not female. <laughs> yeah. All I know is only check wise I would female. Because you're still on the journey right now. Yes. Of are you uh, uh, FTM or are you non-binary? Yeah. Or you're am still- I FTMB? And I think I figured out because it's non-binary. It's the... Uh, Oh, what is MB? Non-binary. NB. Take the N and take the B. NB. I thought yeah. you said MB. NB yeah. is what you said. Yeah. Okay. Because it simplifies it. And even now, I'm like, I know I'm making the right choices because I'm feeling more comfortable. Yeah. And I'll look some... And the thing is, sometimes it does flow a little bit into, like, oh, there's nothing in here right now. And I'm okay with 
or somebody the box that's like too complicated for me to want to try and open it. Yeah. But some days it's easy. And sometimes I'm like, I don't care enough. Son, you got a long journey to go. Yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. And I'm glad that you were a part of the TWO to be in a place that you can do that. Yeah. Now, uh, please uh, just do me a favor, but please don't email me at dwopodcasting at gmail.com or the single H show at gmail.com and ask me about the last name Mills. There's some kayfabe that we have to keep. Yeah. Yeah. Could, um, yes, I'm safe where I am. Yeah. Doesn't mean other people will decide to make it not safe where I am. Yeah. There, there is some protection in that for you. Yeah, so. So, let's talk some more. Because I am, uh, I am really loving how this, so you had that epiphany yeah. that this is you, and that epiphany kicked in when you picked the name Hunter. Yeah. All right, talk about the feelings and stuff that stirred within your soul at that moment. It was legit, like, oh, everything is right, right now. Yeah. This makes sense. And, like, it looks, it sounds like a puzzle, bo- a, like a puzzle box that got open to put it in simpler terms. Like a puzzle box that I've tried to, like, yank at time to time and it that's had the simplest answer. I'm like you're overthinking this love. But you um what a name. I got awful British there for a second. <laughs> yeah, it happened the time to time, okay? Yeah. I'm sorry I bought a whole lot of Doctor Who and a whole lot of Carrie Hope Fletcher. Alright. It's come down to time to time. Alright, love, continue. Yes. There's a reason why I say love sometimes. Yeah. And that is why. And it felt like a puzzle box was open. And I finally... Uh-huh. I felt calm enough there that I could display emotions. Uh-huh. And, like, kind of go, okay. There's a word for this, but uh, I'll figure out. Yeah. One day. What it is. So one day you got your epiphany grew. Yes. And you were able to say, I'm different, and the word that I have for that now is transgender. Yes. Now you came out to Rick Kane first. Yes, yes I did. So explain that moment of epiphany in your life and how it helped you. I knew that Rick Kane had already, already came out to all of us. Yeah. And that has been documented on parts of unknown, so you're not outing Ricky. And then I I knew I felt I knew that Rick Kane with the where to with where to go to uh-huh. to come out to first, uh-huh. and then Rick Kane could help me come out to um, mom and then you. Yes. In that order. In that order intentionally. Yes. Could no offense. At the time, I was very afraid of coming out to you. Well, let's, because we'll talk about that in a minute. All right, you're there. Why? 
because there is a difference of coming out because your sexuality and your gender identity. Uh-huh. And but I wouldn't afraid for the answer for gender. Well, <laughs> but I was already outwardly loud about LGBTQIA plus inclusion at our church. I have already I already started that fight. We were yeah. already a reconciling church before you started to come out. So why why were you nervous about you know what, God bless, it sounds like I'm offended, I'm not. Yeah. Let me let me let me iron that out. I'm just confused. Yeah. I'm not offended, I'm confused. I could your could sometimes our communication together so, is great. Sometimes but our communication some, sucks. Sometimes <laughs> it's put it kindly on the word stage. It's a dumpster fire. There's sometimes that you and I just rip into an argument and that's how it yeah. is. Yep, yeah, we're like oh we both rocked we both woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. Yeah. Okay, at least we know it now. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I will make you food when we're done. Yeah. And Alright, I get it. I I really do, I get it. So you yeah. came you came out to Ricky Kane. And I how I came after Rick Kane is I'm the T. Yeah. You said that? <laughs> yep. Okay. I can clearly re- still remember that in my memory. And it was least, received well. Yeah, at least the audio by Jason of it. I can't remember the visualization, but I can remember the auditory. Uh-huh. And then I think me and Rick Kane helped me come out to mom the so, morning before we came out to you. So Ricky was with you. When you came out to your mom. Yes. Yes. That's because it helped having support yeah. already there thing go. Yeah. Go I, the way that it you just for, Do you wanna do you wanna share about how your mom reacted? Cause I haven't been a part of that conversation and you don't have to. It's your journey. I think my brain rocked it out a little bit. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. And, but and you I, didn't say get the hell out of my house. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But my brain blocked it out for some reason. Yeah. And I'm like gonna respect it because it had blocked out other things. Can I share with you though something that you may not know? Yeah, I keep on forgetting how I came after you. You don't remember how you came out to me? I keep on forgetting. Well, I, I will explain it. I will explain it. But can I even, bef- I think before you came out to LGTBQ, uh, L- <laughs> before you came out to GAPD, yeah. I would, you, you started getting really comfortable with the name Hunter. Yeah. I kind of, one night it was just me and your mom in the living room. I said, um, do you think... And she knew what I was talking about. But we were already prepared yeah. for this. But we weren't going to bring it up. Your journey. Yeah. And But I said, do you think? And she said, I don't know, but maybe. So we were, we were already thinking. Can we hit the foreshadowing part of it? Go ahead. When, when mom, so mom knew what Rick Kane was. Mom did not know what I was. Yeah. But I think it's like handy little 
How Literal did, foreshadowing. How did mom know all, all what the like, birth? Yeah, yeah like I, mom. Your mom knew that Ricky was a female. Yeah, mom but did not she know. She did not know that for you. Yeah, I think with like the world already foreshadowing what would happen. For sure. Uh, including my tattoo. I've talked to you about my tattoo. Yep. I put all of your initials on a music staff on my tattoo, and there's no music note for your birth name. Yep. So I put a rest symbol, but there is a volume reference for your birth name, a mezzo. So I put a mezzo over a rest. And if you if you think what a rest means, it means wait a minute. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So I think that's pretty cool even musically. Yeah. Wait, do you seriously not remember coming out to me? No, I remember the morning after we told mom and we were going to try to tell you before you left for work. Uh-huh. And you did not hear us. Yeah, I left. But, yeah, you like you left like right like right after we both tried to say it. Yeah. And you like left and so I think maybe me and Rick Kane talked about it that, like, that afternoon for that day. Mm-hmm. A little bit. And, like, get prepped. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know. So that evening, you and Rick Kane and I were cooking dinner. Yeah. We've shared this on this podcast, but for everybody that's listening, kind of bear with the retelling, because Hunter doesn't remember. We were cooking dinner that night. And you were making steak. And Ricky was in there too. And you were like, hey, pass me the pepper. Sorry, bud, here's a pepper. And you said to me, pass pass me the garlic. I said, all right, kid, here's the garlic. Hey, Dad, I'm trans. Pass me the paprika. And I said back to you, are you sure? And you said back to me, yes, I'm sure I'm trans. And I said, no. Are you sure you want the paprika? <laughs> you don't remember that? No. That's how you I came feel out. I bad me. that I don't remember it's it. It's such a it's such a sitcom of a of a story to share, you know? Yeah. That I I'm a little bit sad you don't remember it. Yeah. It's a bit of a sitcom in sharing it. Yeah. But but yeah, that that's how that you came out to me. Yeah. And it's like, but you got to know, I already knew. Because I had already said to your mom, you think? And your mom didn't know. But here we are, a big happy family. Yeah. As we kind of reach the conclusion of this podcast, there's some stuff I do want to point out again. Yeah. Because your journey is definitely, it rips apart conservative rhetoric. Yeah. You we're not in a groomed setting of, of the public school when you discovered your identity. Because of COVID, you were extracted from that groomed setting. So this was all you. Yep. You also, when that your identity became much more fuller, you were in an environment that, enrich, that enriches the feminine identity. Yeah. And you left that environment saying, nope, I'm a guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I'm something else. I'm not that. So, 
there's a lot of ripping apart rhetoric in your journey, so I'm yeah. really proud of that. So and thank. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you carry on. Oh, well, I'm getting ready to shut it down. Okay, we're we're going to do a part two to this because we're not done. Okay, next week's episode, we're gonna have a part two. So we're give gonna us- get to the point of where the podcast began. Okay. Next week. Well, let's just do it. Yeah. Well, what? Why? How? Let's talk about it right now. Hit it. So about maybe, I think like the couple months after that. My dysphoria became worse. Uh-huh. I think visually that you, Red Kane, and Mom could all see it. Yeah. I had, like, a very hard time going into the bathroom. You were sad. Yeah. I mean, like, depressed sad. Yeah. There wasn't a smile anymore. And you your younger years you were bubbly and adventurous and everything but you were sad yeah yeah and i'm like that six month to a year my dysphoria got worse i i can't i can't remember how many times a week that i went to the bathroom and literally took a shower i cannot remember that because because I, like, couldn't handle looking in the mirror all, um, with nothing on. Yeah. I, like, couldn't handle it. I got you. And then we started, I, like, I went to therapy. We started going to therapy for about a year. Yeah. And then I got a diagnosis for gender dysphoria. Yeah. When we went to, uh, we went to a, um, a... You went to multiple therapists for it. Yes. You went to one that was specific about, uh, therapy. Yes, and went to a gender therapist. And you went to a gender therapist as well. For me to have the option to start transitioning because it started becoming clear that would probably the only way out of the yeah and the at the time like heavy depression Uh and doing three months of that therapy and then getting our first appointment yeah and I tell you the first time I took that shot it immediately made the world that that tiny bit, tiny bit brighter. Because you knew you were on the path of becoming who that you are. Of seeing who that you are. Yes. Not becoming, seeing who you are. Yes. And there's actually one one moment that you jumped that you forgot. Yeah. Was your haircut. Oh, yes. When you got that haircut and you looked in the mirror, I haven't seen you smile like that in a year. Yeah. And mom was, I think, a little bit mad at how short we got it cut. But That's your damn hair. But yeah. I literally... What the is, way that your hair cut can change your face in the mirror uh-huh. a tiny bit. It absolutely can. And, and it's every female it. person that listens to this understands what you just said. Yep. And yeah. it fits. And it fits how... 
It made it that that sorry, Nina. <coughs> it's life, pal. <laughs> that um that I could handle it a little bit easier. Yeah. And the one thing that I do with that Grammy with there for all of it, even though I'm sure she already knew. Yeah. I'm sure of it. There are some key cheerleaders that were not around when this happened. And yeah. Your your mom's mom would have had your back hard. Your My mom's got your back hard. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like... But, so yeah. but your mom's mom, she definitely would have had your play, bud. Yeah. Yeah. And then... I never, I barely made steak to different wagons. <laughs> always, it's always with paprika. <laughs> and now I will literally like cook it in soy sauce. Uh-huh. It's so good. Uh-huh. Fry it out if you like some soy sauce. And like put the rest of it on the steak. You will not regret it. <laughs> and put garlic on there. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I had to. This isn't the single age power hour. We'll have the cooking tips later, okay? Okay. Alright. Well thank you for sharing your moment of epiphany with me. That that is the single age show for this week. Your name is Michael Davis. Your name is Hannah Mill, y'all. Have a great week. Whoa!